This is a download from the Clinical Audit Support Centre Limited. To find out more, visit www.clinicalauditsupport.com. This podcast is the first to be recorded by our new Clinical Audit blogger. As always, the identity of our blogger shall remain anonymous. However, we can tell you that she works in primary care, has considerable experience in clinical governance and audit, and is under the age of 35. The following blog is entitled, The Need for New Blood in Clinical Audit. In the wake of the big NHS shake-up, many clinical audit departments are finding themselves looking around at empty desks and wondering where everybody went. As with many core functions, agenda for change and job uncertainty led to numerous staff looking for a new direction, and vacancy freezing meant those staff couldn't be replaced. Others found themselves being moved into related roles, the nature of a clinical audit role being that close relationships are made with a range of frontline services, clinical governance and others. In some areas, the question of whether there would even be a clinical audit function meant that departments prepared themselves to be wound down. And this was no flash-in-the-pan process either, with many staff undergoing 18 months to two years of uncertainty. Now as the dust settles, demand for clinical audit support is greater than ever. Directly provided services have always been a big user of clinical audit support, but now commissioners are getting into the act. In the brave new world, commissioners have an increasing responsibility to ask questions about the quality of care being provided, commission for outcomes and make improvements to pathways of care. Although clinical audit might not be the first words on their lips, taking the three types of audit, structure, process and outcome, and its tried and tested position as a quality improvement tool, it is a natural choice. The Good Doctor's Safer Patients document also prompts crystal ball gazing. With new management for the National Audit Programme, an influx of national audits is anticipated, plus the potential for more demands from general practice staff if the references to clinical audit within the general practice revalidation discussions is anything to go by. Put all these things together and it is little wonder that the number of vacancies for clinical audit staff have increased over the last six months. The question is who will fill those vacancies? The fact is that there aren't enough existing staff to go around, so new blood is needed. But since children don't exactly grow up dreaming of working in clinical audit, how do we attract people into the profession? What skills do we look for? And in departments where there are numerous vacancies, who will mentor new staff to develop clinical audit skills? If the Department of Health is genuinely interested in the reinvigoration of clinical audit, they need to look not only at pushing staff to do more and better audits, but also look at the profession itself. Clarity is needed on the future direction of the profession. A few years ago, clinical audit sat squarely at the centre of clinical governance, but with the move towards integrated governance, this is no longer the case. Clinical audit departments can now be found within provision, performance, public health and corporate functions as well as governance. The NHS Careers site has clinical audit listed under the Health Informatics section alongside IT staff, clinical coders and librarians. With all this confusion about, it must be hard for those considering working in clinical audit to figure out who they would be working for and with, and what the focus of their role would be. For departments to attract staff under these circumstances is a challenge indeed, and one that needs to be overcome if the reinvigoration of clinical audit is to be a success. This broadcast was recorded on the 1st of July 2008 and is copyright of the Clinical Audit Support Centre. Reproduction of this download is prohibited. Rebroadcast of this work is forbidden without the expressed written consent of the CASC team.